This message comes from NPR sponsor, American Express Business. Take your business further with the Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. It's packed with enhanced benefits to help unlock more business value. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Osea. Their Mega Moisture Duo features two of their clean, vegan bestsellers, Undaria Algae Body Oil and Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. You're listening to Shortwave from NPR. Hi, Shortwavers. Emily Kwong here. The air quality in Washington, D.C., where I live, is not great. And that is true in many places across the country. You may be living in one of them. On Wednesday, Hawaii's Mount Kilauea erupted. The U.S. Geological Survey warned that volcanic gas emissions in the eruption area are elevated. And hundreds of wildfires continue to burn in Canada. Winds have carried the smoke across a huge swath of the Midwest, the East Coast, and the Mid-Atlantic. And as humans warm up the planet, large and intense wildfires are only more likely. And long periods of hot, dry weather, which is more common with climate change, makes it easier for these extreme fires to spread quickly. So to help you navigate this moment, we're bringing you an episode of NPR's Life Kit podcast. Host Marielle Segarra and NPR producer Liz Baker share tips on how to protect yourself and the ones you love from wildfire smoke. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Teladoc Health. There are lots of reasons for wanting to be healthy. Family, work, living a fuller life. Teladoc Health understands. Whether you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or just need to manage your weight, Teladoc Health can help. Visit TeladocHealth.com slash What's Your Why for more information. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C Health slash What's Your Why. This message is brought to you by Apple Pay. Fussing with plastic cards should be a thing of the past. Instead, pay the Apple way. Apple Pay is easy, secure, and built into iPhone. All you have to do is set it up. Just add a card in the Wallet app and you're good to go. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capella University. Sometimes it takes a different approach to unlock your true potential. Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format is designed to help you learn relevant skills at your own pace, so you can earn your degree on your terms and apply what you learn right away. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Hey, Liz. Hi, Marielle. What is it about wildfire smoke that makes it so bad for us? Well, wildfire smoke has all kinds of bad stuff in it, but what, what makes it extra, extra horrible are these... PM 2.5 particles. And these are caused by the super, super hot temps that these fires are burning. They're just burning through forests. They're burning through sometimes houses, plants, animals, everything. They're just burning that up and spitting that stuff up into the atmosphere. And it travels really, really far because it's really, really lightweight. PM 2.5 particles are super tiny. They're 1 20th the diameter of a human hair, which means that they can go wow. right through face coverings that aren't specifically designed to block them. And because they're so tiny, they go deep into your lungs and into your bloodstream, where they can cause inflammation, damage internal organs, induce heart attacks, strokes, and asthma attacks, and other breathing issues. It's just some nasty, nasty stuff. 
And the Scripps Institution of Oceanography did a study in 2021 that found wildfire smoke is 10 times more harmful to humans than other types of pollution, like car exhaust. How do we know how dangerous conditions are outside at this moment? Well, if you go outside and take a look, if you can see the haze, you probably should try to avoid breathing it. And that's because the EPA found that it's those PM2.5s, those dangerous particles that cause that haze in the first place. But if you want more specifics, like maybe if you're in a medically sensitive group and you want to know, you can check the AQI, that's the Air Quality Index, and you can find that at airnow.gov. What is it where you are right now, Marielle? It says it's 235. Ooh, yeah. So over 200 means that most people will start to notice some effects, and sensitive groups definitely need to look out for more serious health problems. And that would probably be a purple. Is it showing up as purple on your map? Yeah, it's purple. Yeah, so those health risks are increased for everyone, whether you have asthma, for example, or not. So you might notice when you go outside, you might notice that your throat is a little bit sore. Maybe your nose is running a little bit or your eyes are running a little bit. And that's probably because of that smoke. Yeah, okay. So looking at the air quality index, there's a meter that goes from green, which is, you know, fine, mm-hmm. normal, go outside, do whatever, all the way to maroon, which is hazardous, stay indoors. And right now, we're in New York, we're in the scary part of the meter, but the needle can also fall more in the middle, maybe like an orange. And it'll say, you know, you really only have to worry about this if you're in a sensitive group. So what does that mean to be in a sensitive group? Well, it means you've probably been diagnosed with some kind of pre-existing condition like asthma, COPD. Maybe you've had a heart attack in the past or you have some cardiovascular issues. Maybe you've had a stroke in the past or your loved one has. Um, So those are things to look out for. That just means that you're going to be a little bit at more risk. You might notice that these conditions aggravate your symptoms. You might need to call your doctor. You might need to get some supplemental oxygen. Um, you'll know if you have these pre-existing conditions usually, and you'll typically have an action plan that you've made with your physician for how to get help and how to recognize when you need help. So obviously, especially when conditions are this bad, if you're in the purple zone, you should try to stay inside. Mm-hmm. But what if you have to be outside for some reason? Is there a way to minimize your risk? Yeah, uh, get a nice N95 mask. That's going to block more of those PM 2.5s. Other masks are not going to be up to the job. So you really need a well-fitting N95 mask, which luckily we all kind of know. <laughs> we all know how to put them on. We know when they fit right. Most people will have them at home. So that's actually a weird silver lining of this smoke event, which is that a lot of people will have the tools already to minimize their health effects. What about indoors? What can you do to minimize your exposure when you're in your house or apartment? Uh, Well, one of the things you can do is try to keep the air from outside from getting in in the first place, right? So maybe you have kind of leaky windows indoors. First of all, make sure those are closed, obviously. And then see if you can seal up the cracks at all. Maybe put some towels around your window to keep the air from coming in, maybe use some tape, whatever you've got to seal that up as best you can. It's going to make a difference because the next step that you want to do is take the air that's already inside your home and get that cleaner. So 
One way you can do that if you have central AC is you can run your AC. That's going to pass it through some filters and, and make it cleaner. If you have a window unit, maybe you don't actually want to run your air conditioner. Maybe you want to use a fan because the thing we're trying to avoid is pulling that gross air from the outside into your home. We want to clean the air that's already in your home. And if you have an air purifier, definitely run that. This is what they're made for. What about if you're traveling somewhere, like you're in your car? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you're in your car, hit that recirculate button. Maybe you've never used it. It's, it's that outline of a car with those arrows in it. And instead of pulling new air from the outside and putting it through your AC, for example, it just takes the air that's already in your car cabin and puts it through. So as you run that car, that air is just going to get cleaner and cleaner and cleaner until you can't tell that it's even smoky. What about our bodies? I feel like just even doing all of these things, the smoke and ash will still land on mm. us and and get in our noses or in our eyes, on our skin. What can you do about that besides taking a shower? Yeah, it's pretty gross, right? <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Are you feeling like a piece of bacon yet? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I've been trying to I've been staying inside, but but yeah, I feel just like a light film mm -hmm. um on my on my skin a little bit in my hair that happened yesterday. Yeah, maybe a little grittiness when you touch your face too. It's always delightful. Yeah, yeah um when I go on wildfire assignments, I always bring a neti pot. I I find that that really helps at the end of the day to just clear some of that goop that's stuck in my sinuses out. Makes a huge difference if you've been suffering from a sore throat. Uh, saline rinse for your eyes or eye drops, really helpful. Um, and then for your skin, get a really hydrating moisturizer. You're looking to keep the moisture that's already in your body in there because that smoke is just going to pull it out of you, right? These wildfires happen in places that are dry. The smoke is blown by the wind. And these are two things that are really bad for your skin. They really dry you out quickly. So putting that layer on is going to keep the moisture in and it might help to keep some of that goop from settling into your pores too. Is there anything you can do about the smell if the campfire smell is starting to make you nauseous? Yeah, this one's my specialty because I hate that smell so much. Um, I bring a little vial of mint essential oil or a strong chapstick like a Burt's Bees or something that's going to be really overwhelming to your senses. Put that on. That's really going to help. It just, the air you're breathing is going to smell better <laughs> and it might make you feel better too because when you're breathing that smoke, maybe it's creating some anxiety. It smells bad. The sky looks really freaky. Anything that's going to help calm you down and make you feel a little bit better is going to help you overall too, because stress is just going to make all the health effects of this smoke worse. So the best thing you can do is stay calm and find stuff that works for you that overcomes some of the things that you find gross or upsetting about the smoke. It is hard to stay calm like this. It's You feel a lot of dread when you think about mm -hmm. the effects of climate change. Mm -hmm. It's just, it can feel overwhelming when it's so in your face. Yeah, especially for you East Coasters who haven't had to deal with this. I mean, here on the West Coast, we've been almost every, almost every summer, we're seeing really huge fires and towns getting burned to the ground. And it's, it's really a lot. It's really upsetting. So... Um, hang in there. I, I wish I could Thank tell you, you it's going to get better, but uh, I don't think we know how, how long the smoke is going to be socked in there on the East Coast for you guys. Okay, so 
I have to tell you, in the time that we've been talking, I just checked the EPA app again, and the air quality has now gone up to 324, the AQI. So now we're in maroon territory, Mm -hmm. which they just flat out say is hazardous, and the steps to take are everyone should stay indoors and reduce activity levels. Yeah, that maroon color means everyone is likely to experience some form of smoke-related health issue. Um, Maybe that's minor, like sore throat or eyes, um, or maybe it's more long-term, maybe it's more serious. It's really hard to say um, because we don't really know 100% what the long-term effects of breathing this stuff is. But uh, just to make you guys feel better, (laughs) right, there are communities on the West Coast that have been dealing with smoke events for a long time, and it's not like everybody is suffering from severe asthma now. So um, don't freak out too much, but stay inside. Yeah, stay inside. That is pretty bad. Over 300 is bad news. For more Life Kit, check out our other episodes. We have one all about how to improve the air quality inside your home, too. You can find that at npr.org slash lifekit. And if you love Life Kit and want even more, subscribe to our newsletter at npr.org slash lifekitnewsletter. If you've got a good tip, leave us a voicemail at 202-216-9823 or email us a voice memo at lifekit at npr.org. This episode of Life Kit was produced by Sylvie Douglas. Our visuals editor is Beck Harlan, and our visuals producer is Kaz Fantoni. Our digital editors are Malika Garib and Danielle Nett. Megan Kane is the supervising editor, and Beth Donovan is our executive producer. Our production team also includes Andy Tagle, Audrey Wynn, Claire Marie Schneider, Margaret Serino, and Thomas Liu. Engineering support comes from Joshua Newell, Stu Rushfield, and Stacey Abbott. I'm Marielle Segarra. Thanks for listening. This message comes from NPR sponsor ShipBob. E-commerce logistics making you question why you started your business. Time to outsource fulfillment to the experts over at ShipBob. Get a free quote at shipbob.com. ShipBob. This message comes from EarthX, the EarthX 2024 Environmental and Sustainability Congress of Conferences is happening in April and brings together all sides with one important mission: protect the planet. Go to earthx.org to register. You can't fully understand the moment we're living in without knowing where we've been. On every episode of NPR's Throughline, we go back in time to where it started. Like, really started. To answer one important question, how did we get here? Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.